0: Welcome to another episode of Be Here Now. I am your host, Bridget Mitchell. And on today's episode, I talk with one of my dear internet friends, Ade from Vibe With Aid. That is spelled A-D-E if you want to go look her up. Um, this woman is a compassionate powerhouse of creative and loving energy. AID tells us all about her various platforms on social media and how those impacted her journey of being a festival connoisseur. And she shares how her vibe with aid brand came to life and where it's headed in the next couple of years. AID reminisces on 2020 and the challenges she faced while in the same breath encouraging us with advice on setting attainable goals so you can get to where you want to be despite all of the challenges that you may face. You can find aid on Instagram at vibe with aid and the rest of her platforms are connected there. I so enjoyed getting to bring this relationship to real life in real time and chatting with such an such an amazing woman. And if you have any feedback for me on our episodes, um, this is episode number six, which is super crazy and amazing all at the same time. But if you would like to connect with me a little bit more on, like, outside of this this, this podcast and this platform, you can find me on Instagram at be the light, and that's spelled b-e-e-e the light like bumblebee with an extra e um or you can find me on facebook at bridget mitchell but yeah i'd love to connect and get any feedback that you might have for me um so thank you for listening this is be here now
1: it's about to happen it's happened to me too okay where I, I literally have done it where I'm just sitting there the camera's not recording garage band isn't recording and I'm like
0: okay well hello everyone <laughs> I can't get over that that was too good <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen at some point but um it decided to happen today so hello welcome to another episode we just recorded about 10 minutes of <laughs> of um talking and the mics were not on but um Mercury, Mercury okay. retrograde coming in hot <laughs> <Yeah>. is it <laughs> Is yeah, it, it is. Oh, I feel like Mercury is always in retrograde, but it's fine. We're going to move through it. All right, let's try this again. Hi, welcome to another episode of Be Here Now. Um, I am here with a very special guest, someone that I'm inspired by. She inspires women and men. She has all sorts of social platforms that we're going to dive into. And why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Again. hi everyone
1: <laughs> i'm adriana ramos but my friends call me aid i have a platform called Vibe with aid so that is what is my social platforms as well
0: sweet <laughs>
1: <laughs> now
0: i'm like okay we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> this is gonna flow differently yeah, and that's okay it's okay um <laughs> yeah so i okay we're gonna start with what we just did the your vibe check yeah let's talk so about it. aid has a podcast herself and it's called Let's vibe. Let's podcast. vibe. Okay, yep. her her SoundCloud is called Catch a Vibe, so it's all all to do with the vibes. All the vibes. Um, all the vibes. But she does a thing at the top of every episode where she checks in. And does a vibe check. So I want her to lead that, if you will. Yeah, of
1: <laughs> course. It'll be a nice little reset to so what yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> just went through. <laughs> so, what we're going to do is we're going to take three collective breaths and then we'll also answer some questions. It's a great way for us to check in with ourselves, check in with each other, and also just check in with yourself. So, I always tell my followers to journal today, ch- check in with how you feel. Mm-hmm. We're going through some crazy times still. So, it's always good to just like set some time for yourself. So, We're gonna take three collective deep breaths. So first one, we're gonna inhale it in and exhale it back out. Inhale it in the second one and exhale it back out. Final one in, hold it and exhale it back out. So now I'm going to go through a couple of questions and you can see how they feel as you're checking with yourself and Bridget and I will go through those questions ourselves. (laughs) So the first one is, how are we doing today? The second question is, do I like this feeling? The third question is, is there a way to make this feeling better or is there a need to? Um, The fourth one is three things that you are grateful for today and then the fifth one is an affirmation or a goal that you are working towards or that you want to live by. And if you don't have an affirmation that you know, we could give you some, a couple as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. Also the three things you're grateful for, I ask at the end of every episode. Oh, it's, it's my great. favorite thing to ask. Yeah. <laughs> so we can knock it out right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, do you want to start? How are you feeling today? I know we you have big news yeah. where you're at in yeah, life yeah. right now. So
1: today is actually my last day at my 9 to 5 that I've been working for the past three and a half years, and it's going to be my last day in corporate America for now, for but now. <laughs> I, I don't want to say ever because you never know what could happen, but... Yeah. I'm just going to see where it takes me. We're going to see how it feels, but I'm just feeling really good and like a huge weight lifted off of me.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So I, okay, we can finish. We'll go finish going through the questions and then I want to, I want you to reintroduce yourself. Okay. Um, so the other questions were, if you're feeling, if you're not feeling like a hundred percent, how can you make it better? Yeah. And then, okay, what's your affirmation?
1: Yeah. My affirmation, um, I didn't get one this morning, but my favorite one that I always like to go to is I Am Enough. I Am Worthy. Mm. Um, Oh, you can do hard things. Yes. There we go. I can do hard things. (laughs) Yes, you can. Bridget inspired me at her (laughs) yoga class this past weekend. And I was like, you know what? I can do hard things. Yes, you can. It was like resonated with me so much because I'm like, you know, making this huge life Mm. change. So That is definitely what I've been saying a lot. I can do hard things. That's so good. If you need that affirmation, you guys, definitely use it. Write it everywhere. Mm. It helps so much. Yeah, (laughs) and if
0: you haven't read, read read Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Highly, highly recommend. I just finished that book. Yeah, yeah. She That was like a big, inspiring, big, inspiring read for me. Um, And the three things you're grateful for. Um,
1: Let's see. I'm grateful for... I didn't journal today. Some, there's <laughs> this some is type, your
0: verbal journal. This is
1: my verbal journal. Sometimes I'll journal in the morning and I'll be like, yeah, I know exactly what I'm grateful for. But sometimes I don't feel like journaling. I'm like, I'm in a good space. Like I don't feel like yeah. writing today, but let's see. I'm grateful it's Friday mm-hmm. end of week. I'm grateful for the roof over my head and I'm grateful for my health. Um, I would say I have been very lucky that I've been able to navigate what's been going on mm-hmm. and my body has been able to protect me and heal and everything like that. So Yeah.
0: Did you catch, did you catch COVID at all? No, nice. I have not knocked on this
1: <laughs> yeah, knock one. <laughs> I've been very grateful. I know you had it, yeah, right? I had it
0: over Christmas. Oh no. <laughs> I know. It was pretty whack, but I, I was grateful for that time. Honestly, it forced me to reset slow and it down. forced me. Yeah. It forced me to slow down. Um, And it's so funny. I was asking God, please give me time alone. Please help me just slow down. And that's literally what happened. (laughs) Sometimes it comes in the most unexpected of ways. I know, I know. (laughs)
1: That was me last year. I wanted a new car. I was like, I'm going to start saving up for a new car. And Mm. then I got rear-ended and got a new car. And I was like, well, I'm a little
0: shaken up now, but it's fine. (laughs) I know. When you ask for (laughs) blessings, don't ask how or why they're gonna they're just get gonna, to you. Come, they're just gonna yeah. come. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you just left corporate America. Tell us a little bit about like where you went to school, how you got to be where you are right yeah. now.
1: Yeah. So I'm originally from Phoenix, Arizona. I moved here in twenty seventeen after I graduated from Arizona State, got a marketing degree. Was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I didn't have a job right out of college Um, and I had interned in Dallas for a summer before that and went to Austin for a weekend while I was in Dallas. And I just like absolutely loved Austin. And I was like, I'm going to figure out how to get here somehow. Like I just loved the people, the vibe, everything and so um when I was looking for jobs I wasn't really finding anything and then my mom like was like well, don't, what about Austin and I found something on LinkedIn called the Digital Creative Institute where they basically help young digital marketers like learn more get connected with like jobs and stuff like that mm-hmm. so got connected with that they helped me find my current job well past current job I guess (laughs) I don't know how to word that just yet Um, they helped me connect me to that job and so for a year I was going to school basically still doing that program while working at that job so I was working at a digital marketing agency here in Austin um, and was doing that since 2017 around August I want to say so that is where I started out with that and then around there Um, was when I started Vibe with Aid. So I mentioned that at the top of the episode, I own Vibe with Aid. It started out as a blog. So if you go to vibewithaid.com, you'll find content there that I created. Um, I started out with doing festival tips and helping people prepare for music festivals and all of that um, because I had been going to big festivals like EDC, Coachella, and was like not finding a whole lot of Mm -hmm. content on like how to prepare And I'm so type A. I'm such a planner. I just need to know what to expect, what to wear, because I just, like, don't want to look dumb or, like, stick out like a sore thumb Mm -hmm. or anything. Yeah. And so I started a blog and was doing that outside of work hours and was doing that on the weekends. I figured out how to edit YouTube videos, so I started YouTube shortly after that. Probably, like, March 2018 was when I started going ham on that. Um I converted my personal Instagram to at Vibe with Aid. I converted my Twitter to that. And so just been doing that for a really long time. Um I say that it's not really that long, but it feels really long. A couple years. It'll be almost four years this year for Vibe with Aid, which is crazy. Um and then I started the podcast, Let's Vibe podcast in 2020. And started mixing and learning how to DJ during quarantine. Mm-hmm. So I have a couple of mixes on my SoundCloud, which is also at Vibe with Aid. But my mix series is called Catch
0: a Vibe. So I do everything with the word vibe because it just <laughs> seems to flow really well. Yeah, it's <laughs> honestly so good. Thank you. Like when I saw your SoundCloud and it said Catch a Vibe, I was like, Yes! Like this is what I need in my life. Yes, <laughs> I'm so glad. And so
1: yeah, I've just been doing that. And then um, now I'm kind of entering this new
0: track chapter of life which I'm really excited about yeah oh my gosh so so much happening yeah um so I met aid at our friend Bridget's house last March I was helping them I don't even know if I was helping maybe I was helping with the photo shoot I think you guys were doing a giveaway on your social channels right was I think it she a, just
1: wanted to create just content yeah huh
0: okay yeah, I, yeah she was she got the new setup the backdrop setup yes. that she had and she's
1: like oh do you want to come over and like help me like play around with it or like do whatever I think she wanted to do some videos or something like that so. yeah
0: those photos turned out really good yeah I
1: love those photos <laughs> um
0: okay so you have so many platforms I want to know like what's your favorite one? one oh geez. right now TikTok right now <laughs> yeah TikTok's hard to edit on really I think so oh. if you're if you have if you're doing like a montage and you have lots of clips getting oh. it to sync with music oh my gosh it's so hard so for that I just edit outside of that uh, yeah
1: yeah for that I'll, I'll just edit in iMovie and then export it and yeah I'll, I'll go around that but for like actually creating in the app it's not really too bad mm-hmm. um but I just like th- I don't know. I just like the content on there. I feel like it's just, I get more creative energy with it right now and yeah. like looking at what other people do and it's just entertaining. Just, yeah, there's just so many funny, so much funny content on there, but also educational and like so much. And I love creating on there.
0: Yeah. Their algorithm is insane. insane. They know you watch one video and you have any sort of interaction. You like yep. it, you share it, you comment Yeah. And that's all you're going to see from now until forever. Yeah. It's (laughs) It's insane.
1: Yeah. My boyfriend's, um, FYP for you page is Mm -hmm. so funny. Like it's the most random and weirdest stuff because my boyfriend is the type where it's like, if it's like a car, bad car accident, he can't look away. So like he gets the weirdest videos and he's like, I don't know why. Like I keep on getting this weird stuff. And I'm like, because you keep on watching it. Like the longer you, it cycles through a watch, like, Uh It's noticing that. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and he just doesn't get it. And he was like, I can't stop looking though. <laughs> I would love to work at TikTok just to understand a little bit more about how they are the way that they are. Yeah. They're based in Austin. Yeah. Which is nuts. Yeah. So so is Bumble. <laughs> yeah. And many other companies. Many other companies. Um so how did you get into, I know you said you're type A and you were already really in love with the music festival scene and that's kind of where this idea sprouted, but what like got you really into being like a festival centered brand? Oh boy,
1: no one's really ever asked me that.
0: Um, like what made you say, okay, I'm going to write a blog about all the festivals coming up or like I'm going to make a YouTube video for all the festivals coming up.
1: Yeah. I mean, part of it was I'm in marketing Mm -hmm. and coming out of college, I was like, what is going to be my identity? Like, who am I? Because I was like a recovering sorority girl a recovering (laughs) like (laughs) a a recovering like student government person. Like Mm -hmm. I had this identity in college. Like I was known as like that girl, you know, that was like doing sorority stuff, being involved at ASU and like all these things. And so I was a little bit of, like, who am I going to be? Like, and I was trying to think about what I really love. And I've always loved music. Music has always been a part of my life. Like, my dad showed me music from a super young age. I played piano, guitar, I sang, I did all these things. And I feel like in college, I got sidetracked from, like, the music type thing, like, the dream. Because, like, I wanted to go to school for music business. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't going to work out for me where I wanted to go. So I decided to just settle on marketing at ASU. No big deal. But I came out of college and I was just like, okay, well, what can I really do? And that's when I was like, well, I like going to music festivals. There's this missing gap of content. Mm -hmm. So I should just create like a brand and start like sharing my tips um, about going to music festivals. And so I really was inspired just to help others and that's what has always been my core why is just using my experience and using my experiences to help other people Mm -hmm. and so I wanted to be able to show other people like music festivals don't have to be the scary thing or show that music festivals aren't all about the drugs that they're not all about like the risque outfits like mm-hmm. there's just like more to it that people see at like the surface level of like the influencers that go to Coachella you know yeah. what I mean yeah <laughs> so I really wanted to give that inside snapshot so that other people feel comfortable but then also the outside people can understand it better because like my parents understand it a lot better and like my family does and they are also supportive about it But probably like when I was first getting into it, they're like, what the hell is this girl doing? You know what I mean? So I really just wanted to give my perspective and experience and just use it to like help others.
0: Yeah. My parents thought the same thing too. Whenever I would go to Lizard Lounge, did you ever go to Lizard Lounge in Dallas? Oh my gosh. It's closed down now. They closed down because of the pandemic, but they had, ooh, let me see if I can think back. They've had huge, like. Okay, Datzik, whenever he was huge, he played at Lizard Lounge and it was okay. a small venue. I'm talking like maybe two, like twice the size of my apartment. Yeah. It was small and they had huge names go through there and mm-hmm. I would all throughout like senior year of high school, I was going there every weekend and my parents were like, what is she doing? <laughs> and then when I got on Conscious Electronic and was starting up that music blog, they were like okay i kind of get it now she, yeah. it's way more than just the scene for her it's mm-hmm. there's like a love for the music yeah um and you're so right it's so much more than the drugs and the the risque outfits um be- yeah god <laughs> 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 so much more than that yeah um okay your favorite festivals i got to know how oh. many have you been to do you know off the top of your head so I know
1: I have a list of like shows, raves, festivals is over a hundred. Mm-hmm. I think it's like around 107. I keep a note in my um, phone. Yeah. <laughs> but festivals, I think it's around 37, wow. I want to say. And that was from probably 2017 was when I started going to big ones. So 2017 to about 2020, I did go to one in 2020. So I'm very grateful about that.
0: Was it Halloween?
1: No, it was Crossed. Okay. Yeah. I went to nice. Cross in San Diego. So that was like right before everything happened. Yeah. And it was so much fun. But favorite ones, um, Electric Forest, hands down. Mm, Have you been? Yeah. Yeah. I love Electric <laughs> Forest. Um, just the vibes, the people. Mm-hmm. Everyone's so nice. The forest itself is magical. Yeah. Um, and then Holy Ship, which is a cruise ship festival for those that don't know. So you get to go on a boat and listen to music all day long and you're also on the boat with the artists so you get to run into artists a lot of the times they do like theme days where you like dress up and like you're all on a boat so like everyone's just there and like vibing it's also 21 and up so like people kind of like hold their shit together a little bit more
0: yeah yeah I
1: mean they still party hard but it's like nice you don't have to a be. bunch of rave
0: babies running yeah. around like
1: oh my god Molly yeah exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> but I really like that one like I got six hours of sleep like the whole weekend just because I was so excited and it was just like nonstop music and stuff mm-hmm. um so that's probably another one of my favorites um I do like a good EDC I do like a Coachella but I wouldn't say they're like my ultimate favorite yeah
0: they're, a fun, yeah, they're a, a fun moment every once in a while. Yeah, they're a fun moment every once in a while. I haven't been to either of those, but I'm honestly not not really keen, um, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you been to any tran- – I call them – well, in the, the press world, we call them transformational or transcendental festivals, like Lightning in a Bottle or – Like Envision, have you ever thought about going to those or wanted or been to any of those? I haven't been to them, but they're on my list. I was supposed to go
1: to Lightning in a Bottle in 2020. I was supposed to go in twenty nineteen. Didn't work out. And then I was supposed Mm -hmm. to go in twenty twenty and you know, everything happened. Um, I ended up selling my ticket back to them because Doolab sent out an email basically being like, We're gonna go bankrupt if like Mm -hmm. everyone requests refunds. And so I was just like, you know what? If it's meant to be yeah. I want to keep you guys going. Yeah. So I gave them back my ticket. Um, and then I would love to go to ambitions or like, um, even one of those like eclipse mm, type things that was you supposed know? to happen
0: at the end of this past year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like one of, cause there was Patagonia. Oregon. Yeah. There was mm-hmm. an Oregon eclipse in 2017. So like, I would love to go to like something like that one day
0: or burning man um, burning man <laughs>
1: is also on my
0: list um
1: I feel like now that I've gone through a lot of like the major festivals that are like primarily EDM even multi-genre I've been to but I would love to go to like some transformational ones too yeah oh my, <laughs> yeah.
0: my favorite yeah my favorite I want to go to burning man really bad it I had a couple almost moments and then it just never happened but, yeah um that would be one that I would check out your content on how to prepare for just (laughs) because there is so so much much to know. There is so much to know. How to survive in a desert for seven days. Yeah.
1: My friend Jess, um, she's living by the F word on YouTube. She has been to Burning Man and she wants to do like a video series, but she's like, it's just such an undertaking Mm -hmm. to even do the content related to Burning Man. Yeah. And I'm like, if you start now, like it'll be so helpful to like the people that like, are going to be researching and stuff on yeah. it. And I follow a lot of burners that share tips. And like, there's this one, Emily, the funk, she'll do like li- Instagram live streams, like leading up to burning man. And she'll like literally lay it all down for you. Yeah. But I would love to go and just like experience it. It's more like, it just seems like such a challenge that mm-hmm. I just want to, take it
0: on. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm kind of terrified. I'm kind of terrified (laughs) of the concept that you have to be 100% self-sustainable for seven days. There is, I mean, there's food vendors and stuff maybe, but there's no money. So everything is trade. So I mean, and I know that there's camps that have drinks and food but you have to bring something you have to be prepared yeah. to trade you can't and just be open to receiving all that yeah. you have to be giving you have to be a giver yeah yeah there was one tip that stuck with me whenever I was researching it back in 2018 and you're supposed to tape up certain parts of your car so that the playa dust doesn't ruin yeah And I was like, what? Yeah, I remember reading stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I also
1: read that like a lot of people that take RVs, they like tape that like stuff all over the RVs. Mm -hmm. Like the, what is it? Like the wrap kind of stuff. Like almost like clear wrap basically over everything inside because they don't want to get charged by mm. like the re- RV rental companies and stuff so they like have to put like a layer of stuff down so they don't get
0: charged I would never rent an RV for Burning Man you will never get it to look the same <laughs> I would or I would tell them I'd say yeah. okay you're probably not going to like want to give me my deposit back yeah, or right? something <laughs> I don't know um okay so kind of leading into spending so much time on social media. I work in social media, so I'm kind of aware of how much energy goes into it and how much pressure lies on the, uh, the engagements, the likes, the, you know, the return on Mm -hmm. the, 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 basically your input. How does that feel? Like, how does it feel to have, do you feel that pressure with creating content all the time to keep up? yes
1: and no I've gotten really good at training myself to get out of it Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) um when I started vibe with aid I went in with an expectation and mindset of everything is an experiment and if you're a content creator or you're someone that is creating something um everything is an experiment when Mm -hmm. you have that mindset you lose expectations you lose assumptions you lose an attachment that I think a lot of people grow it's they have that attachment so like Sometimes I'll see some creators post like, um, a, l- a little bit engagement thirsty. Yeah. They'll say like, oh, my last post didn't get a lot of love or my last post didn't do this well. Or like I'm losing followers, like stuff like that. Yeah. And when you do that, it doesn't make your followers feel good. The ones that are viewing that content. Cause they're like, oh, well I engage with that post. Like, mm. does, is that not good enough? You know what I mean? So I always look at everything from an X ex- point of, of experimentation just because I don't know what's going to appeal to my audience at some points. Like when I was first starting out, I had no idea. So it allowed me to figure out, okay, what content do people like the most? What are they more geared towards? And it changes every year because of the algorithm, because things that are going on. Mm-hmm. So it really keeps me on my toes to stay in tune with what my audience likes, doesn't like, and Rinse and repeat, you know, with what they do like. Mm-hmm. So I have felt that pressure just because th- I felt like there is a need to show up sometimes. Um, when especially when things are going on, just to like show up for my followers. But then there is other times where I'm like being better about my boundaries and being better about like okay, I need to take some space and just like log off or something. Yeah. Um, it's definitely hard. It was hard at first. Cause I felt like I always just had to be in the know of everything going on mm-hmm. and like all this stuff. And then now I'm just like five with AIDS at a point where I'm just very happy with where it's at. And like, I'm not really trying to stick to a schedule of posting. I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever feels good. I'm going to post, you know, yeah. which feels really good to say. And I just like, am giving myself more credit to just like take a step back and be like, it's okay. Yeah. Like everything's fine. And I'm also learning that, like, sometimes I just need one really good post to continue, like, that engagement or, like, the following to continue to grow. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I had one reel that got over 100,000 views or, like, almost 200,000 views. And I was just like, if I can just produce, like, one of those, like, every now and then, like, I'm fine with that, you know? Yeah. And right now it's especially hard because like I would dress up in like rave clothes on the weekends, even during quarantine and like take photos. And like now I'm like, we're still in this. Like, what's the point? I don't feel motivated to get up and dress in rave clothes just to take it all off, you know? So um, I think it's been more of like a mental game myself of just being like, okay, I can take a step back, you know, like knowing when to do that and when not to, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I felt that burnout towards the end of last year because I stepped away from conscious electronic. Um, and that was really hard for me, but I also was realizing I'm putting so much effort into a music blog where we don't know when live music is coming back and I'm not getting anything out of this. That was a pure passion project for me. And I set I helped set our team up for success. So that way when I step back, the ship would still run smoothly mm-hmm. and you know, our founder is still like there and kicking it. But yeah, I definitely lost my motivation last year. It's you can I only, you can only write about or produce content about live streams and yeah, I guess live streams for so long mm-hmm. before you're like, okay, okay seven lines has done 37 live streams. (laughs) (laughs) I am over it now. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. So I want to know like, what was your biggest struggle last year specifically? Because you do post content that's all about going out, being prepared for traveling and festivals and what to pack and what to wear. Mm -hmm. So what was like your biggest struggle with that?
1: Um, biggest struggle in general or biggest struggle with not
0: having festivals I guess both I mean whatever whatever you make of that question yeah
1: so biggest struggle last year um was burnout honestly um by the election when the election came and all that happened that week I really like I took a break from posting. Cause I was like, my content is not, you know,
0: relevant, relevant to what's happening right now. in the world. Yeah. I right know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm like, we can take a step back. Let's just like move everything to the next week. And like, that's it, you know? And then at the end of, that week I was like, man, I'm really burnt out because when the pandemic happened, I didn't take a break. I just was like, I'm going to keep posting like these live streams going on. Like, let's just stay on top of it. Like, let's just get dressed up, like have fun, whatever. Like, let's just do what we can to like get through, you know? And so that was probably my biggest struggle was just like having all of that burnout, just like crumbled up into Mm. a boulder and sitting on my chest basically and just like, I was like, oh. And so I took the whole month of November off, which I was not planning on. I was just like, you know what? I'm taking the whole month off. Like, I don't really feel like creating content. I think I was also going through some mental stuff of like um, my health insurance had switched generic birth control pills on me, Mm. which I didn't think was going to be a big deal. Turned out to be a big deal. (laughs) Birth control is no joke. Yeah. And so um, I took the month to figure out like what can I do to change that because that was the only thing that was really triggering me in ways that I've never felt before. Like Mm -hmm. a loss of motivation, a loss of like just heightened anxiety and like just all this stuff going on. So I really that was probably my biggest struggle. And like looking back. Um, it was really hard, but I'm grateful for it because I feel in such a better headspace now and yeah. I feel so good about it and I feel more in control of being like, does this align with me? Does it not align with me? And if it doesn't, then yeah, I don't need to do it. You know, if this video is like something that a lot of people want, but I don't really want to talk about it, then I don't need to do that, you know? Um, so that was probably a really big struggle, but then overall, yeah, not having music festivals sucked. Um, but through that all, it really helped me figure out how to find the bliss and the mundane and enjoy every day regardless, mm-hmm. even though it looks like the same day because yeah. I was working from home Um, and to just find the joy in like taking an afternoon walk and getting up and stretching and just like being excited about that. Also, just ordering random stuff on Amazon to get that dopamine, yeah. hit, you know, or whatever it may be or... You know, just, um, trying to do what we can and getting outside or me and my boyfriend picked up DJing. So we were just like having fun with that on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. So it really taught me to just find something else other than music festivals. Um, which I know was a lot harder for a lot more people, but I kind of just took it head on as like, this is what it is. You know, it is what it is. Got to accept it, not resist it. Mm -hmm. Cause it hurts a lot more to resist it and just kind of go with the flow from there.
0: Yeah. I had a lot of friends. I mean, it. I'm not going to lie. It hit me hard too. Yeah. It it hit a lot of people hard, especially if you are someone that goes to festivals regularly and not or only like that your income. Yeah. Or, or like anything. for your income or your hobby. Yeah. Like I was also going to several events a year for mm-hmm. conscious electronic. And honestly, we were just getting started. It started up at the in the fall of 2018 so had it only been two years and yeah. one of those years wasn't quarantine um, but yeah I had a lot of friends call me because everyone likes to vent to me and that's <laughs> totally fine I'm here for it but they would call me and be like I can't do it I can't do it I can't go on where is live music and I'm like okay this is once s- I know it doesn't seem like it right now Well, right now being Last year, but this is such a small chapter yeah. of our whole lives. Yeah. If we have one year of no live music, I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. And if that turns into two years, I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. Like realistically speaking, this is not going to last Personally, I'm not a scientist. I know nothing about really what's <laughs> happening, but I don't think this is going to last longer than the end of this year. Like, I yeah. really don't think we're going to go years and years and years without live music. I mean, we've had shows in Austin. Yep. Um, I've been to a few shows. I mean, I don't know if that's irresponsible of me to say, but I don't really need to justify myself. We were sitting in a table of five people and we all had masks if on. And they created and blah, a blah, blah. safe environment. Yeah, and- they created a safe environment and it's like less than 20% ticket sales. So yep. – it's still going to happen. It's going to be, it's going to be there. Um, it's going to come back in full swing eventually. But like you said, you have to find the beauty in the mundane. Mm -hmm. Um, and that can be a whole lot easier said than done, especially when you, you're, you identify heavily in one thing. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I try and ask myself every day. It's like, if this one thing were to disappear, would I be okay? you know? And like, that's kind of why I encourage people to do things like yoga and to do things like meditate because you're really, all you have is yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to, or you find yourself being attached to, you know, your social media platforms or music festivals or your job, like anything can go wrong. Yeah. Your relationship, all you have at the end of the day is yourself. So like really getting in tune with, okay, what makes me happy? And honestly, how can I find joy with like just myself and yeah. entertaining myself.
1: <laughs> yeah. I realized I'm a lot more introverted than I thought I was. <laughs> oh,
0: that's good. I was
1: actually kind of like, Oh, this is kind of nice. Yeah. Cause I, I get very overwhelmed when I have too many plans, which mm-hmm. is kind of like, so popular for me to say you know no I'm just kidding but um like I get very overwhelmed like having plans and like a lot of plans like even when there's multiple shows going on in a night and like that kind of stuff where there's multiple festivals happening in a weekend and yeah like I almost get paralyzed a little bit and so having the time to slow down I was actually kind of like oh okay this is kind of nice but it definitely was an adjustment and I definitely felt weird like even time still feels a little weird because like Halloween came by Thanksgiving came by Christmas came by and I was like what is going on like this doesn't feel
0: like it Super Bowl is this weekend and I'm like yeah what what I'm like, we're here. I like. Like, forgot that sports were even a thing. The <laughs> fact that like live music isn't happening, but we still put money into funding the NFL. Like, are you yeah, fucking kidding? I me? know. Are you kidding? me? I know. I know. I like totally forgot that that was happening. And then we
1: were hanging out and, um, out of friends and they were watching like the, one of the championship games that go to the super bowl. And my boyfriend and I were like, Oh yeah. Like
0: Football? S- Football? <laughs> what?
1: Because his oh team God. wasn't playing that well this year. So, like, we just told. And I don't watch NFL. I watch college. But I didn't even watch college this year because I was just like, eh,
0: whatever. <laughs> I just had that, like, light bulb moment of, oh my God, sports are still happening. Yeah. And yet they want to. I mean, I think all major events should be postponed and s- until they can happen safely and well, those not put people are, at risk. But those
1: ones, no one's in the crowd. You
0: no, know, I know. But yeah. it's still weird. It's like yeah. we still think that that's super important I mean I don't know yeah. I'm also not a big <laughs> American sports fan to be yeah. honest I'm like eh, whatever um Wow. Okay. I totally lost my no, you're good. <laughs> Lost my train of thought there. <laughs> Are you comfortable sitting on that bolster? No,
1: I am. Okay. One of my butt cheeks just got sleepy.
0: <laughs> I, I know you gotta like, I just switched
1: kinda... to the other one. That's another thing that 2020 gave me is back problems. <laughs> 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 I was so upset. I was moving. I had to move twice last year. That's another struggle I had. I had to move twice last year in one week and it like messed up my back. But then after that, like I can't sit for too long mm-hmm. anymore which really bugs me because like I was on vacation last week and I just wanted to sit on my couch all day long. And then I couldn't because I had to keep on getting up to like yeah. stretch, which is like good in the long yeah. run. But I was so upset.
0: That's so interesting. Keep coming to yoga.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have a foam roller. I need to stretch and like do all these things. Yeah. So keep my back going. And I was like, Ugh, yeah. Oh yeah. 2020,
0: man, there was something I was going to add about, um, about people, Oh, and any new quarantine hobbies or like how did you stay sane? Yeah, so um, I
1: was technically quarantining with my boyfriend, but we weren't together yet. We were dating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we met right before the pandemic happened and then went on our first date like the day before the the shelter in place happened in Austin, which was really funny. Um. So honestly, the first couple of weeks we did the live streams, you know, just got... Drank a little bit watch the live streams and then um we bought a deck so we started DJing um I had a Twitter follower respond to one of my tweets because I did a TikTok with a beatbox and it was like a little fake DJ quarantine setup mm-hmm. <laughs> and I pretended like I was DJing with the beatbox for those that don't know it's a 12% alcohol beverage one of those can get you really fucked up. <laughs> um, yeah, they had reached out to me and they sent me some right when quarantine started. Uh-huh. Um, and so I did TikTok with that. And this girl reached out to me. She's like, hey, if you want to learn how to DJ for real, I'll sell you my deck. I, it's pretty, like, I've only used it a couple of times. DJing's just not for me. I'll sell it to you for like 150 bucks. And I was like, all right, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. And so she shipped it to me. My boyfriend found studio monitor speakers on Facebook. And then we just started DJing every like sat Friday, Saturday night. We would just mess around with it, have fun with it. And then that was probably the biggest thing I picked up. I also shuffled a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I started shuffling in 2017 when I moved to Austin. Um, and that's actually how I knew Bridget because I found her on Instagram. And then mm-hmm. I ran into her at ACL 2017. And I was like, oh, my God, you're breaking. Brigity or Bridgety, Bridgety, whatever she called her, however <laughs> yeah. you pronounced it. And she was like, oh my God. So we met at Rufus Du Sol. But, um, yeah, then when quarantine happened, I was like, I need to do something, like get my body moving somehow. So I also decided to start shuffling a lot more because I'd been shuffling for a while, but I was like, we need to level up. We need to do something. Mm-hmm. So I was doing like these 30 day shuffle challenge. I always loved watching those. Yeah. <laughs> those are so fun to do. And so I did that. I haven't shuffled in a while just because I moved to a different place and the balcony is a lot smaller. So I just need to like get my guts up and just like go do it somewhere else outside, yeah. <laughs> you know? So I would say DJing and shuffling were like the two biggest things I picked up during quarantine.
0: Yeah. And what were some mindful, like mindful activities Ooh. I know you mentioned you like to journal and I, yeah. I I commented on your on your Instagram story of those butterfly cards mm-hmm. that you have I want to know a little bit about yeah what you do in that yeah realm.
1: so I think honestly I refined my morning and nighttime routines in 2020 so I couldn't even tell you what they were before but I went through a pretty bad breakup and car accident in the month of January last year. Mm-hmm. And so I started journaling just to like get everything out on the page and just like really like let it flow out. Um, so I started journaling every morning and then that's turned into like a full morning kind of thing. So after I come back from the gym and I eat breakfast get ready for the day I sit down and I'll journal just how I'm feeling whatever's on my mind that kind of stuff and then I will write three things I'm grateful for I'll write like a goal or focus for the day and sometimes it's usually like focus on work (laughs) or it's like find peace today or something like that and then I'll write an affirmation for the day and then that's how I kind of blended it into the vibe check for my podcast Mm -hmm. and then um after that, I will uh, I started pulling tarot cards. So someone gifted me a tarot deck, so I've been doing that, which has been fun. Um, and then I'll read a devotion that I have a book that my mom gave me, so I'll read a little devotion. And then um, I've been reading like a nonfiction book, so I'll read a chapter
0: morning routine goals yeah yeah you work out before all that too yeah (laughs) oh my but I'm gonna
1: switch it up I think I'm (laughs) gonna try working out later in the afternoon now because I've been starting to get lightheaded during my workouts in the morning even though I eat something before I don't know what's going on but yeah that's what Mm. I normally do and then my friend Jess living by the f-word she had gifted me that butterfly deck for Christmas and so it's butterflies and then it has like affirmations on the other side. Cause like my whole brand is about butterflies basically. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. so she had gifted me that. And so I'll sometimes pull one of those cards as well.
0: Mm-hmm. I just realized your whole, your brand is butterflies.
1: Yeah. A lot of butterflies. Mine's
0: bumblebees. Yeah. <laughs> I've always loved bumblebees though. They're like yeah. my omen. Um, that's so amazing. I, that morning routine is everything. Just like getting the day started yeah. on the right foot. Yeah what advice do you have for someone who maybe is listening to you or is following you as a follower Mm -hmm. um, and they want to be where you are or they just heard that you quit your full-time job and are like, oh my gosh, I'm, I hate where I'm at right now. Do you have any advice for someone like that?
1: Um, Start small with whatever you're doing. That's
0: good. I
1: always think, it's better to start with one thing and then mm-hmm. add on. So even w- even in terms of content creating, in terms of life, skills, goals, anything like that, start with something small. Like if you want to be a content creator, start with one platform, get really good at that one platform and then add on another. As I talked about, I started with a blog and Instagram kind of around the same time. And then I added on YouTube and then got really good at all of that. Then I decided to add on a podcast and then I added on TikTok. So It, it can be hard because you see a lot of other people doing all these things at the same time, Mm -hmm. but I guarantee you, they started out with one thing, got really good at that and then decided how to figure out how to learn something else. Um, so start small and then really focus on one goal that you have and try to set actions to that goal. Yeah. Cause it can be like, I want to lose weight. (laughs) You know, I'm just I'm just saying that one thing um, because I feel like that's typically what a lot of people are like. I want to get more fit. I want to lose more weight, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So then what would you do to do that? You know, um, you would work out, you would get like macros or like you would figure stuff out. That's Mm -hmm. just one example. If you want to wake up early. What do you need to do to wake up early? You need to go to bed at the right time Mm -hmm. and you need to have a good nighttime routine so that you can wake up early. Then you set a bunch of alarms and wake up early. So Mm -hmm. start small, but then it's really important to have those actions in place. I saw this one quote where it's like a lot of people think it's motivation, then actions, then progress is like a cycle Mm -hmm. for you to get more motivation. But really it's actions. Then you see the progress and then that should motivate you more. And that's true for anything. Like yeah. I, I always have a hard time building myself up to film or like to do something new. But then as long as you take that first step and you take that first action, then you'll start to see progress. It might be slow. You're, you might not get that instant gratification, but then you'll see that progress. And then you're like, oh, like I like doing this. Let's keep doing it. And then that will be your motivation.
0: Yeah. That's such good advice. That's really good. Yeah. I, I agree though. Like act having actionable items Mm -hmm. or actionable things to do, um, will set you on the right path. Yeah. Are you a part of girls talk ATX on the Facebook group? I might be. I'm so bad with Facebook groups though. Oh, it's fine. There was, Oh wait, no, maybe it wasn't this group. I think it was maybe the virtual assistant group. Cause I've been looking into okay. being a virtual assistant. Um, but there was one thread and it was like, name three words that you absolutely can't stand that are buzzwords. And one of them was actionable. And that's so <laughs> funny. Cause I like, I love that word, but yeah, yeah that is definitely a buzzword. And I wanted to just say the whole, like, waking up early thing. Instead of setting a bunch of alarms, set one alarm and put it across yep. your room. Yeah, exactly. And then I've that, been doing that forces you to get up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm such a morning person. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, it's a blessing, honestly. Because yeah. you just get the full day in. Um, ooh. Oh, okay. So you mentioned earlier that you your why behind a lot of things that you do is to help people and to share your experience. Mm -hmm. Would you say that that is your purpose or do you, do you think you know what your purpose is?
1: Yeah. So I think that is my purpose is to help others. And, um, I've always been in some type of mentor role. I've always been in some type of role like that to people Yeah, and helping people and sharing my experiences to help people um and so that's actually what I'm going to be doing now I haven't announced it yet like in a public setting like this Uh this is kind of weird (laughs) um but I am going to be helping other people find their why so I'm going to be launching a coaching business called find your vibe
0: oh my god another vibe (laughs) I love that and so
1: that's where I think like that's what I took last year to really figure out because I was like I really like social media but do I want to do social media coaching I'm like eh, like I kind of want to break from marketing I want to break from social media also like I love social media but I really don't want to coach other people and have them go down this path of like feeling this pressure or mm. like whatever if anything I would rather help coach them if they're already creators and help them have a better mindset about it and like help them be able to live out their why on social media and like I'd rather help the more mental side of that yeah. rather than being like this is what you need to do blow up on TikTok and this is what you need to do to blow up on Instagram like I'd, I'd rather step away from that and help them more on like the mental side of things not just I, I'm not going to help just creators but that's just an example mm-hmm. but yeah I really dug into my purpose and my why last year and figuring out and I'm like it's always been helping people so like how can I continue to help people what is going to be that thing I wanted to be a life coach since 2017, I'd say, but because I was working with a coach at the time and I'm like, man, it'd be really cool to be a life coach. But I had those self-limiting beliefs of like, I'm not old enough. I don't have Mm, enough experience. experience, What would I talk about? Who would want to coach with me? Of course, this was all before Vibe With Aid happened before I had a platform. So I didn't really know, you know, that I could have an audience and Mm -hmm. that I could have people that would want to get coached by me. And then end of last year, one of my followers actually emailed me for one of my, uh, ask Aid anything episodes on let's five podcasts. And she was like, what's your dream career? Like, what's your, what, if what's your dream career? Like, I feel like I could see you being a life coach and not just like light bulb, light bulb. I was like, <laughs> yeah, like let's revisit that. Let's go down that path. And so that's what I've been doing at the beginning of this year and then you know when things kind of happen and you start to say like I want to be a coach or I want to do this universe God kind of just mm-hmm. like makes a path for you yeah. so that's kind of what happened I saw a sign at my job and I was just like you know what it's time for me to step back and kind of like Follow this other path, so that's what I'm gonna be doing now. So it's kind of crazy that you brought that up. So I just wanted to share. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's so amazing. I'm yeah. excited for you. Thank you. So are you gonna be doing? Uh, one of my questions on here to ask you was where you see yourself in the next like five to ten years. Yeah. I'm assuming it's something on that path.
1: Yeah, I would hope so. I'm gonna start out with um the find your why coaching, find your vibe, find your why. I'm gonna be doing one on one coaching probably through the rest of this year I would like to do a group coaching of some sort for festival goers Mm. um like I have this vision of just like have to have a program of people before festival season and just like help them figure out what they either want to do in life or how they want to create their life so that festivals don't have to be this escape it's great Mm. to have festivals as an escape but if you're using it as like
0: An end-all be-all. Yeah, Yeah. that kind
1: of thing. So I really want to help them create a life that's like so good inside and outside of the festival, you know?
0: That's amazing. Yeah, that was something that I wanted to say uh, whenever I said that I have friends that called me last year like breaking down because of live music not being a thing. I almost had tunnel vision. I was looking at them, but I was so far removed from the conversation because I have so much more... That I'm passionate about Mm -hmm. than live music. Granted, music is way up there, like top three. (laughs) But I have yoga and I have like journaling and I have other things that I'm so like in love with, uh, music aside. And I think that's really important to, like we said, like we talked about being able to not attach to one entity or yeah. one thing, so that's that's great. I'm I'm really happy for Thank you. you. Um, I I mentioned that in my intro episode about how we live in this society that is so go 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 go, and yet everyone is still trying to figure out like what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> they're still trying to figure out what makes them happy. And yeah, you know, people are 55 and they think, okay, cool, I have kids and a house and a couple car payments, and I'm not happy. And yeah. it's like, no. I think our generation is becoming so aware of maybe what their parents did or Mm -hmm. maybe people in their family. And they're like, I don't want that. I don't want to go down that path because I can tell you're genuinely not happy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Just
1: because it's what's been done or it's the traditional route to go doesn't mean it's the best for everyone, mm, you know? So, and some people love that. Some people want to go down the corporate ladder. Oh yeah. They want the family and house by, 27 I don't know I'm just saying random Random numbers yeah but they have that timeline in their mind Mm -hmm. that's been set up and I think it's okay to step back from that and realize that it's not for you you know yeah so
0: feeling that pressure yeah
1: exactly (laughs) so I'm hoping to help people kind of walk them through that what I've been through and it's more than just finding their why I also want to help them because I am a person of habit I'm a person of routines Mm -hmm. and I want to help them create that life of that can sustain it. You know what I mean? So it's going to be a lot of like trial and error. and figuring out because a lot of people work differently, you know? So I want to also make sure that we're setting them up for success to like live out their why and have things in place so they feel supported. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like, all right, you found your why. Goodbye. Have a good day. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like I want to make sure that they actually like are following through on it because that's what's going to have it stick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to say, too, I'm not knocking anyone who wants to have, you know, the corporate America. Yeah, no. One of my best friends. I love you, Reed. She uh, loves that. Like yeah. she is getting married this year and I'm super excited for her. And that genuinely that stability makes her so happy. Yeah. And um, I think, too, and this is kind of something that I just realized in my own head is like I had a very stable upbringing, like mm-hmm. with my parents and stuff. And I almost just like wanna explore what other options are out there, you know, like yeah. I wanna see what life is like not having I don't know everything figured out all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um but dang it happened again. I lost my train <laughs> of thought. Um oh, your your program. Yeah, I'm excited for you. Thank you. <laughs> um, have you read the book? I think it's called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People.
1: No, but I've heard of it.
0: You've heard of it? Yeah. I want to read it. It's on yeah. my list. Okay. But it remi- reminded me of you saying that you like habits. Yeah. In your- Have you read
1: um, Atomic
0: Habits? Someone recommended that to you me should a, read a that couple, couple weeks ago. That's okay, my favorite.
1: That's been my favorite on habits and like routines and stuff. Like, yeah. It's just ve- he makes it very um, black and white and just very easy to understand and like makes you understand like what you need to do to make a habit stick and also Mm -hmm. break a habit. Yeah. Like one of the habits that I've been trying to break, no joke since college, which is like, I'm fine talking about this. I've talked about it before, but binge drinking,
0: Mm.
1: um, because I went to Arizona state.
0: I was going to say that's like the the biggest party school
1: in America. (laughs) Yes. And it's, it's a bad stereotype, but it's very true. Mm. Um, the culture that, that kind of breeds there. Um, and so I've been trying to break a habit. I'm not an alcoholic, but like when I do drink, I don't know where that stop is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even, and I still drink as if I'm in college yeah. <laughs> and I'm not, I can't do that because I'm like, my, like, I don't drink as much. So my tolerance is much lower, mm-hmm. but there's just something in me that just like can't stop. And that book helped me like reframe it to break that habit. And I've been in a couple of scenarios since then. And it's like. It's still hard. Like, I still am mm. tr- working on it, but it's made such a click go off in my brain that has helped tremendously. Yeah. So, I definitely recommend it.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I'm all for exploring habits that are potentially like ruining your life or ruining Mm -hmm. the way that you view yourself or your confidence yeah it's been Um,
1: something I've been calling myself out on that habit since 2017 when I moved here and like have been working on it trying we've had our ups we've had our downs you know and that one I was like oh okay like this is making sense it makes you human
0: yeah it makes you human and I think to being able to just speak it out into existence and be like this is happening and I'm not ashamed that it's happening, but I'm working on it. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier to go through those, those hard times or those trials. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about like my eating disorder. It's yeah. like, I, I mean, recovering. but like talking about it, I'm like, because I get, because I'm talking about it, no one else gets to talk about it. Yeah. And it's not that big of a deal. Um, I think we put a lot of emphasis on things, uh, when in reality it's just, you're human and you're just working through it. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> We're all just figuring it out.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I asked you like where you see yourself in the next five to 10 years, mm-hmm. but what about this year? What are your hopes for 2021?
1: Oh, I've thought about this cause I just did a video on my YouTube channel and I interviewed myself. 2020 and then I interviewed myself 2021. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking about I was like, man, I wonder what the interview is going to be like in 2022, you know? And so I really hope that I launch the coaching business and that all goes smoothly. I mean, it's it's technically launched today I'm announcing it. So um but I would hope to like be still doing that and sustaining with that. I kind of gave myself about 6 months to a year to just figure out that all out, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Um, and if it doesn't work out, then I go back to corporate America or I do marketing freelancing or something like, I'm sure I'll figure it out, you know, but I really want to give that a shot. Um, and my goal, my main goal for this year was I have two, it's to create more than consume. So I just want to be in a state of creating a lot more, um, rather than consuming and consuming more. So like social media, Yeah, I, would rather consume books. So I'm reading a lot more books, spending more time with that consuming podcasts. Um, so it's a little bit like flip side, but it's, I'm really mean consuming like social media. I don't Mm want to consume as much social media as I did last year and like work on that screen time. (laughs) Um, and then my second goal is to pour love into everything I do um just pour love into it pour love into my relationships pour love into friendships pour love into people I meet that kind of stuff um so those have been my two goals but I just hope at the end of the year that I'm just doing what I love getting to work with people help people um still creating content um and then fueling whatever other passion projects I have going on I always I've realized that I need a lot of creative outlets, which is why you've seen, like, I have so many different platforms. (laughs) platforms, I have mixes, I do shuffling, like, I just do so many different things. And I think it's just because I have a lot of creative energy in me that just needs to get out
0: somehow. Mm -hmm. That's amazing.
1: (laughs) And so, um, like even my boyfriend and I, we really do want to launch a Twitch stream this year and do like Friday nights house music and stuff. Cause if we're looking at another year of potentially no live events, we're like, this could be the time to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's something, that's one of our goals together, which is really fun. Um, but yeah, that's basically, I just want to keep doing what I love and yeah. having fun doing it.
0: Oh man. I have a, uh, I have chills. I'm very inspired. <laughs> um, and that's like the whole point of this podcast is I, I meet these inspiring people and I'm Aww. like, I want you to share your story because yeah. I'm sure you can in- inspire someone who is listening right now. Yeah. Um,
1: I never told you, I think I manifested us, being able to do this no way like, what being able to connect I never told you this because I don't know if it's weird <laughs> no tell me tell me <laughs> I followed your YouTube channel back oh in the my day God, no. No. I don't remember what video it was I came upon I think I saw you on Twitter first and then I found one of your videos or something I can't. you talked about it in your intro episode and I was dying I was like I know about her YouTube channel no. I don't think I follow it anymore but I think I did back in in The day, and um, oh this always happens to me as I see people's content, and like, I'm like, oh, I really like them, they seem really cool, like, but I don't think I'll ever get to meet them, or like, I don't know, it'd be cool to meet them one day. And then I didn't tell you this when we met because I didn't want to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my God, so good and so then
1: when we met I was like why does she look familiar to me and then like it kind of like after the fact I was like oh my god wait like I've watched her YouTube channel before because you because you also said like conscious electric and I was like oh my god like I think I know her yeah oh no (laughs) that same thing happened with like Bridget as well like Mm -hmm. I saw her on Instagram and then I was like oh man it'd be so cool like to meet her like whatever and then we met at ACL like that's just typically what happens to me as I see people on social media yeah and then I somehow manifest like meeting them.
0: <laughs> yeah I met I met Bridget at Midlands oh I my had God. I had known of her like on Instagram yeah. and then we like met at Midlands but that is so cute <laughs> I did have a Twitter I did have a Twitter and I was pretty active on it yeah um I was a I was a Twitter snob. I'm so glad I don't have Twitter anymore. Ugh, Twitter's t- toxic for me. I've been trying to get off. Ugh, it's horrible. It's so hard. Um, But that's hilarious. Yeah, my YouTube, <laughs> YouTube videos. Uh, I don't regret it. I yeah. cringe, but I'm like, oh, man. That's that's funny. Well, I'm glad we are here. Yeah, I'm um, glad we could do this. Yeah. Did you have any like closing thoughts or any questions for me? Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think so. But Sorry. for everyone listening, just do what you love find what that is. If you need help, you can always hit me up, (laughs) but also just take that time to like, take care of yourself. Um, like B said, you come first, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I hope that this episode helped and I hope it wasn't too uh, daunting on everything (laughs) that I have and that I am doing, but Rome wasn't built in a day. So just remind yourself that like take baby steps, baby steps is still progress. Mm -hmm. So
0: absolutely. Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop. I'll be, um, plugging, uh, just a little snippet of who you are and your channels and all that at the very okay. beginning. So yeah, thank you so much for coming and being here. Of this course. was so great. Thank, thank you I for loved, having me. Yeah. I love chatting with you and getting to know you a little bit more. Um, so if you're listening, thank you for listening <laughs> and we will see you next week for another episode. Yay. <laughs>